Hello, one and all, welcome to the A to the K Wrestling Show, emanating from the beautiful A to the K Studios. In the wild heights of the A to the K Tower? Yeah, on A to the K Island. Nice, love it. I don't think I'm going to go. have to fly the A to K jet over. Yeah, oh. yeah. Okay, why not? Um, but we're still, we're still live. Still in the studio. We're live now. <laughs> Recorded. We're still alive. We're still alive. <laughs> um, <laughs> Recorded when you watch it, obviously. But... Uh, Still, like, in person, Carl. I'm loving it. Love the new set. Nice. Love the new set. In person. In wow. glorious technicolor. And bringing you all the latest headlines. Because Damn coming up tonight on the Ringside Report. What have we got? We've got Bray Wyatt possibly returning this Friday. WWE announcing Survivor Series War Games. War Games. Not going to be the same in that reference. I don't want to say stuff. Logan Paul challenges Roman Reigns at Crown Jewel. Kenny Omega allegedly upsetting AEW locker room. Triple H has some unexpected returns lined up. Mm. Gable Stevenson possibly no longer with WWE. A new Jeff Hardy set to return to AEW soon. Mal no, no, no. No, no, no. Malachi Black releases a statement on his AEW release. Several Impact Wrestling contracts set to expire in October. And Trish Stratus sadly rushed to an emergency surgery. Yeah, yeah that worked. That works. Anthony, when's all that stuff? Oh, not that. We also did a <laughs> not that. Please check that out too. But Anthony, when's all that coming up? It's all coming up. Right, fucking now, Carl. Yes, it is. Um, um, yes, it is. So, so professional, aren't we? Just random Always stuff cropping up in here. But you know what else, Carl? We're going to be covering the news. Yes, we are. And we're going to be pairing that nicely. In fact, we're going to be pairing the whole show nicely with Top Row Beer. Yes, we are. This week's, as you all know from Top Row Tuesday's social media post, is Cold Stone Cream Austin. And I loved last week's, but my God, this one blows out the water. There's no disrespect to last week's. That was awesome too. Mm. Absolutely, I was hyped for Papa Mango, as you know, Carl. Yeah. But I tasted this, and it's just fucking awesome. Yeah, I don't know how they do it. It's it actually might be delicious. my new favorite beer. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah, it's proper smooth drinking. Um, and then at the end, it's just like got this. I don't know, like this nice ice cream aftertaste. It really, yeah, delicious. It's, it's it's not a pair than you normally think of it. I suppose for a beer, but fuck it, it's really nice. It's fresh one. It is. So, it is delicious. Get one. Use yeah. the code and get ten percent off. Did you know we had to get several? Good code, check that out. A check to the K10 on topropebrewing.com. Damn right, indeed. Let's talk about the news. Let's talk about the news. So, the world is in a tizzy, apparently. Um, yep. Because we're all going down the rabbit hole. No. Literally. No. Um, so, there's been, over the last kind of couple of weeks, there's been um, fan recordings and footage of uh, stuff happening between commercial breaks or during live events where the lights kind of go dark and then they play this interesting song called White Rabbit. And uh, yeah, it's very eerie <laughs> to say the least, but that, that plays and then the, the lights turn red. So it's like, ooh, what could this mean? Why are they doing this? Um, well, on Raw this week, we also saw a QR code. And if you we did follow behind that QR the theory. code, it was. Um, did you see it? Did you see it? I'm sure you have. Um, but if you followed it, you would have been taken to a page on WB.com and essentially it's another, it's like the Hangman game, isn't it? Where <gasps> the video... 
Hangman. Mm. <gasps> Hangman Adam Page. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the thing I love Sorry. about this though is it, it's basically it's got so many people talking about it. It's like, is it Karrion Cross who went by White Do Rabbit? This, in, this yeah. reminds me. Sorry to interrupt. This reminds me of like old days like Jericho returning yeah, what's the mystery break the uh, all this shit like, like they tried to do something similar a little bit with Edge didn't they but it was like obvious <laughs> it was like well yeah who else is it going to yeah. be um, but with this one they've kind of it's so, there's so many names I've heard thrown about so obviously Karrion Cross has got a bit of a you know relation to this with obviously yeah. being White Rabbit in Lucha Underground um, but then obviously you've got Bray Wyatt seems to be the the hot contender. People love it. I mean, obviously the the lights suggest like Firefly. Yeah, well, yeah, like, well, the lights go red. People put their phones on. Not you're getting that, and WWE knows they're doing that. And to be honest, on some level, if they're not paying off a break, I, I don't know how people are going to feel. Well, you've got like oh. Rambling Rabbit, so there's a connection there. You've got um, Alice, oh. so there's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, but no, you've got loads of these things like the font that was used on the video, for example. It's the same font that was on one of his T-shirts. But again, so. this is what I love about the mysteries, and I'm by no means saying this is the case because this would be the way to disappoint everybody. No offense to uh, a particular wrestler I'm about to name, but I mentioned to you the other day the um, the Hangman game, mm-hmm. right? Deliberately, the rabbit used the letters Demon yeah. first. Mm-hmm. And the little X's to me look like the X's that Finn Balor uses when he doesn't want to spell his whole name. He puts fucking, fucking. And I'm like, are they referencing the Demon Finn Balor coming back? Which, to be honest, and I always, I've always been a fan of the, the Demon character of Finn Balor. I've been a bit um, lukewarm, let's say, about the, uh, the the pointy guy and, and the Judgment Day guy. But um, even so, like, I think because there's so much hype about like people returning and. The possibility that it's the likes of Bray Wyatt for mm. it to be Finn going back to that gimmick probably would disappoint. But again, because they're putting so many little seeds in there for you to not be sure who it is, like I can see those elements of Finn, and I'm like, Ooh. you know. Well, I had a, I had a bit of a wild one as well. There's um, Charlotte Flair. Okay, now that's come out of nowhere. Right? Walk me through that one. <laughs> so, I think she's in desperate need of a gimmick change. And obviously, you go with the Alice in Wonderland did. theme. You've got like the the Mad Queen and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, hmm. But yeah, there wasn't really much else to it than the whole of them. We haven't seen Charlotte Flair in a while, and I was like, could this be something new for her? But if you solve, well, you don't really solve it. If you saw the video, um, once the um, do you call it Hangman in America? I'm guessing they do. Once the Hangman thing was solved, um, we got to see basically that the it's potentially going to be coming on SmackDown this week. Yeah, it was a, like the 23rd of the night. Yeah, it was like the 23rd, it turned blue, and there was like stuff, so maybe we're going to know. I mean, we're British, so straight away we were like, 923, <laughs> what's that? The hell? Um, but yeah, like, we assume that means. <laughs> yeah, so um, what do you think? Do you think it's going to be Bray Wyatt? Do you think he's coming back? Do you think, here's a theory that I, I don't know where I got it from. Um, I mean, I saw it. I've stolen it, but I don't know where I got it from. <laughs> and it was, um, you've got Braun Strowman back. You've got um, Karrion Cross. You've got Scarlet. Uh, could we be seeing like all of these somewhat taking on characters from the Firefly Funhouse? So you've kind of got you've a got rabbit. a White Rabbit. You've got um, you know what are the the Buzzard. You've got you know whatever all the fucking things are. Maybe they're all them come to life or something. Alexa. Because if you, if you remember as well, he, he called it Wyatt Six. That's he changed all his name. So if you've got Bray. <laughs> like Wyatt Six, like a Westerner. Well, you've got Bray, you've got Karrion, you've got Scarlet, you've got Braun, Alexa, and Dexter Loomis. 
what six it, people right there. I get what you're saying. I mean, like, I feel like Judgment Day might be involved in this. I don't think it's going to be Finn, but I feel like Judgment Day might be involved in this mystery. So Maybe. are we going to have three members of the Judgment Day and then simply Bray, Carrie, and... Dominic now, technically. <clears throat> Do tease AJ as well. Really? Formless <laughs> <laughs> hair and shit. Stop, stop. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, okay, they've got Dominic. And to be honest, the further away they stay from it, the better, to be honest. Well, true. But yeah, all the signs seem to be alluding towards a Bray Wyatt return, and could it be as soon as this Friday? Yes. Hmm. They give I mean, that away the, on the date. The date giveaway for me. The fact they put that date on the screen for those. But you think that's that, that's when they're going to debut? Or do you think that's when we're going to get something the first time they introduce it to the public? Because this has all just been. I saw a QR code, or I was at a live event, and this happened. I think they need to do something big for those who've spotted it, and it's gone around social media now. If they just go, yes, the mystery's here on TV now, it'd be like, mm. oh, yeah. I mean, even people start looking. How long they took to actually pay off Bray Wyatt? Well, they've done the fun house segments for a long time before we saw the fiend. Well, they paid off. How much they give? Uh, a lot. A lot. Uh, <laughs> no, but like if you remember, the fun house segments went on for ages before we actually got the fiend, and like we saw the fiend in the fun house, and then we didn't get to see him in the ring for ages either. So they're not afraid of doing a slow burn, but mm. I do think they need to deliver a lot to go. Well, this is what's happening. And my it, like to my point, if it is going to be Bray, I think twenty third will be paid off and let you know it's going to be Bray, but you don't know when. You know what yeah. I mean? That kind yeah. of thing. No, it's it's fascinating. Um, I'm I'm very curious to see exactly what it is that they do with it. Some people, the eagle-eyed amongst us, have noticed on the Extreme Rules posters. There's now like um, in the background of one of them, there's a a lantern, and there's fireflies. Ah, it's like hang on a minute. So yeah, Bray coming back mm. finally. Interesting. Finally. So what's the next one? Next one, Carl. And a relatively quick one, but one that we need to mention because we have been talking on Survivor Series for a while now and about what it needs to be, and, and I'm sure a lot of people have as well. But uh, Triple H, during uh, press, recent press conferences, uh, discussed Survivor Series and its future and mentioned that this year's Survivor Series is going to consist of two World Games matches. But not just that. He said it's not going to be the typical red versus blue thing they've been doing for a long time despite the logo that one there <laughs> they're not going to do it as team red team blue he said it's going to be more story driven mm-hmm. right and i think you may have echoed this very early on for the women's war games correct me if i'm wrong when uh, bailey came back with her mm-hmm. team and it was like are we going to build to yeah like a war games that's why we're building these factions up mm-hmm. and this seems to make a lot of sense and i love the fact that Triple H is, it's almost like he's, he's one of us who suddenly has control because he's like, ah, I fucking hate that. Just, well, we're all against each other just because we're on different um, sides of the same fucking coin. Mm. Um, instead, we're going to get it actually to be story driven and we're going to get the, the classic War Games match. Which is going to be, it's going to make Survivor Series feel fresh. Ah, I'm so changes. looking forward to it. So like forward. the way the way they've handled it in the past as well, it's suddenly people who've literally just come out of a feud and hated each other now all joining up for come the Come on, guys. Of... We're all SmackDown. Yeah, it's, it's like, like ah, really? Who gives a fuck? Sorry for the accent. Um, <laughs> I thought <laughs> oh, I was doing that. Do the rest of the show like that. <laughs> um, so yeah, this will make it feel significantly more fresh. But yeah, I think that seems to be the way that we're going to go from the women's side of things. On the men's side, could it be the Wyatt Six? It's just against people. Can, can, we, can we not call it the Wyatt Six? It just feels like they come out cowboy at all. here, it's the Wyatt Six. This town ain't big enough. Sorry. <laughs> just a lot about accents today. But um, yeah, I think it's a welcome addition and hopefully it's a return to form. for. Indeed, cannot wait. 
Um, can you wait for this next one? So this is interesting. Kind of not. I mean, it's one of them. But no, go on. You, well, so we had a press conference, uh, and the worst kept secret was revealed that uh, Logan Paul is going to challenge Roman Reigns at Crown Jewel for the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. Is that what it's called now? I don't know. Mm. Um, so that's going to actually go ahead, and a lot of people are kind of outraged, like why Logan Paul, all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't mind it. I think I don't. I mean, the only problem I have with this, right? Because I think, you know what? This is kind of like it's very Logan Paul esque to do it. And he even mm-hmm. said it in in his promo. You know, while we've been somewhat playful with some elements of his promo, like he was saying, like, you know, he he wants to do boxing and he give it his all, and he went, you know, and he's come into the wrestling world and he wants to challenge the the, the head of the table, he wants to challenge the, the biggest guy, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's very in keeping with with the, the Logan Paul brand, if you will, the, the person he is. So I'm I'm totally I, I totally get it from a story standpoint, but at the same time, the only issue I've got with it is the fact that um, uh, Crown Jewel's proved me wrong before, but it just doesn't feel like Logan Paul is going to be the guy to take out Roman Reigns title wise, yeah. and that's no disrespect to Logan. I've actually said over and over how impressed I am with his debut. He's a natural athlete, and he's going to be great in this business. But just because he's so new to it, it just seems really unlikely that it's going to be him going over. Yeah, so it's going to be a hell of a match. I'm going to really enjoy it, but yeah. it's not going to be an unpredictable. It's going match to be. It's going to be interesting to see him on that main stage. Oh I mean, yeah, because yeah. obviously he's, he's been in stuff with the Miz and all that good stuff. Mm. Like, don't get me wrong, but to go up against the top guy, he's going to want to deliver, isn't he? And I think he the will is, though, deliver. I think he, he has got a natural ability to it. Like he looked really good with the Miz and and the Rey Mysterio he's, stuff. He's ridiculous. And um, it's all about your your forgive the. Analogy, but it's all about your dance partner, if you will, isn't it? Mm. and there's no way that Roman can't help him like put this match over. Yeah. Like, I, I, it, it's gonna, it, it is gonna be a good match. I don't think there's any uh, doubt in that sense, to be honest. No. I think it'll, it'll surprise a lot of people about how good it is, but I think, yeah, I don't foresee any circumstance where Logan Paul's gonna walk out of here with the belts. No. I don't think that that's the that's the worst. I don't think any of the Saudi shows that they've put on over there have ever really been anything where you expect massive mega change well, as such th- it's the only reason I'm like always oh, made me doubt before because I was so adamant that Bray wasn't going to fucking lose the title to Goldberg so mm. yeah well I think with that one though wasn't but that, I really um, didn't want that to happen wasn't that the one on the run to on the road to Wrestlemania so typically mm. when they've had what's the other one called they have Crown Jewel and they have the other one don't they I can't remember what it is but um, it's usually around about that one when they need to make some last minute changes ahead of Wrestlemania but I think for this one mm. Can't see it happening, but it'll be. I mean, at the end of the day, Logan Paul's a massive megastar, Roman Reigns, a massive megastar. It's gonna get a lot of eyeballs on it. It's gonna be good for Saudi, so you can kind of see what they've done. It's a money match, and fair play. We did rip Logan Paul about the I am the table. Look, the thing is, right, he's he's a confident dude, Hmm. he knows how to talk, but it just tickled me. Yeah, I'm fair. I mean, fair play to Impulsive, obviously, they were, yeah, we're we're, we're buzzing off that. They (laughs) they liked it, and being a little fish that were. You know, fair play. Appreciate the uh, the rub from um, impulse of the but <clears throat> good sense of humour for the parents. Indeed. So, Carl, Kenny Omega, and this one feels a little bit like a reach, to be honest, because I mean, it came from the Wrestling Observer, mm-hmm. right? But um, it's actually alluding back, given all the recent controversies in AEW. This one's alluding back to uh, Kenny Omega's locker room speech that he gave. The pep talk. The pep talk that weirdly I recall, like. When it was first reported before all the controversy, people were like, "Oh no, he was really good mm. with the with everyone," and you know he made everyone like, "Yeah, we need to unite." And and now from a shade that it weirdly funny, that which is why I'm taking it with a pinch of salt. 
But apparently he made a bit of a comment uh, that has rubbed a few AEW stars the wrong way, if you believe the rumour mill. And that was the fact that he said um, something along the lines of uh, he, 8 out of 10 of the guys in this locker room he wouldn't have hired. And everyone's like, oh, you shouldn't be saying that. And it's like, I, I don't know what, I don't feel like this mm. would have come up before all the controversy if that was the case. But the other uh, side of it is the saying that he didn't say it as anything other than a joke because Will Ospreay was in the room at the time. Yeah. And he was having a rivalry with him. And he apparently looked at Will Ospreay when he made that comment and it was met with a, uh, you know, kind of thing. Mm. Um, but again, even that, I'm like, I, I'll wear it as a joke. That seems more likely. But at the same time, why did he say eight out of ten? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So I really don't know. But uh, for me, this feels like heavily on the, the rumor mill side of things. Like, oh, look what's going on. Even Kenny Omega's upsetting people. and Almost like a way of going, see, they're just as bad. Um, but I, I, I hadn't heard, up until all the recent um, media scrum stuff, I hadn't heard that people were that negative about his speech. No, me neither, to be fair. I think, uh, you know, we might have even touched on it in, you know, previous episodes. And, yeah, I, I don't know. Are they clutching the straws now? Just trying to stir the pot on, you know, the other side of so. things with CM Punk out. I don't mm. know. but Flogging a dead horse, as you will. A little bit. That's what it sounds like. Um, speaking of flat enough, that doesn't really work. But um, so <laughs> Triple H apparently, uh, I'm not too sure whether he has said this in an interview. I'm pretty sure he has. But he's alluded to um, he's got some surprise names potentially that people wouldn't have even thought of that he might be showing up soon in WWE. Now obviously there's a lot of speculation if you Bray Wyatt and you people like that. People are like yeah, they're definitely going to come back. Um, one of the names and potentially two of the names because it could be quite interesting for. This lady right here is um, that one potentially Nick Aldis. Interesting. Who is a name that I don't think many people would expect Triple H to bring over. I mean, it's certainly unexpected. Like, I know, obviously, I don't, I don't know whether he's signed on for a long period of time with NWA or what that you know situation looks like. But yeah, a lot of people are alluding to potentially being Nick Aldis, and then what would that mean for Mickey? Um, she's obviously on her last rodeo, if you will. So. I think there's rumours she might end up going to the WWE as some kind of producer role. They may both come back for a little bit of a run. Her last rodeo might end in WWE. Well, I mean, she was there just this year. Exactly. So. The relationship with <laughs> the Rumble. Bad, so. bad. They, mm. hired, they, hired, they fired Johnny Bimbach. So. Well, exactly. Like Johnny Bimbach's gone. And obviously Vince is gone for whether you love him or hate him, whatever. From her personal relationship standpoint, I imagine it's a more attractive well, deal. As I understand, Triple I think the ones who contacted her and were really apologetic about the situation were Triple H and Steph. So I don't think there's any ill will in that sense. No. A lot of people are really hyped that um, Triple H is running the show. So, mm. yeah. Well, I wonder, wonder what other names, because obviously it was... I, I, you know what? And a lot of people probably aren't asking for this, and this is no disrespect to them, but I really kind of hope they go with um, Harry Smith. Yeah, he's another like, one, isn't he? I don't know why they brought him in, didn't do anything with him and dropped him so quick anyway. Mm. I really hope that they've done some repairs on that relationship because how can you not have the British Bulldog's son who has proven himself in MLW over and over? Yeah. Like, how can you not want him in there? And it's a bit of an unexpected name. Again, it might be, in terms of drawing power, it might be a similar thing to Nick Aldis where if you're only like a, a casual or a WWE sort of person, you don't really watch the indie stuff, you might not be like... What's the word? Not not that it'd be disappointing, but it won't be like, whoa, those guys. Yeah. You know, and that's no disrespect to them, but you have to watch the product to know them, you know? Yeah. Basically, we just want to bring back all the Brits. Nick Aldis, <laughs> Harry. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who's... Pack. Well, I mean, he's <laughs> But uh, yeah, bring Pack, bring Pack back, if you will. But another name, I don't know whether people have speculated on this, but I wouldn't be surprised by Tyler Breeze. 
He was a Triple H guy, massively in NXT, and he's just yeah. hanging around. Yeah. He's like Austin Theory, but likeable. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, like that'll be an interesting mirror match, if you will. So, yeah, have you guys got any thoughts who it could be? Who's the unexpected names? Uh, <laughs> I, people I, I, I can be really fucking unexpected, isn't it? Well, yeah. By, by all accounts, as well, he's, uh, yeah, he's interested in making that return. Oh. So, so calm, right? This one again is very speculative, but I get where they're coming from, and this is um, around Gable Stevenson. This has been a strange one, to be honest, for a while. I really, really still never understood why his whole sort of run seemed to be WrestleMania. Stephanie brings him out and goes, guys, it's Gable Stevenson. And then that was that. That, that was his WrestleMania like moment. And then we never hear from him again. And it's like, what was that about? Yeah. Like, I've never known him introduce somebody like that before. That was kind of weird. But you go, okay, they're treating him like a big deal because he is a big deal, right? Um... And a lot of people reference like he's oh, he's like like the next Kurt Angle, you know, um, without ever knowing whether he had any ability on the mic or comedic time or anything like that. He's yeah. the next Kurt Angle, and that's no I'm not throwing any shade. I have no idea because nobody has any idea. Um, and this is where this article comes in, Carl, because it's been reported that he is actually not at the performance center. Interesting. He's not regularly trained at the performance center. Where is he? He is believed to be back home, uh, and. He's still doing some sort of college level stuff, and it actually is reported that he may be going back to college wrestling. Oh. Um, and this is where you go, well, all right, there's no no official thing from WWE or him or anyone to say he's not with WWE anymore. Um, but it certainly seems like not being at the performance center would suggest he's not sort of getting ready to be on screen. Yeah. So it's probably going to be a good while before we see him in a WWE ring, certainly. And um, the slight suggestion is that WWE, in terms of their websites and the like as well, they're not listing him anymore. So it seems like he may have quietly gone. Interesting. But, th again, there's no official statement on that front, but given that he is nowhere near Florida at the moment and he doesn't appear to be training in the performance center, it would suggest that uh, certainly we're not going to see him anytime soon. Fascinating. Fascinating. Um, yeah, I like to obviously to give him that big WrestleMania moment like they did. Um, I'm guessing they assumed he would just pick it up very quickly and just be able to go and I think mm. Kurt Angle was just a whole different level Kurt, of, of how he like, picked that up and I, what he did. I think it's an absolute honour to be referred to as an ex-Kurt Angle and I, I don't think they were unfair suggesting that there's a lot of parallels there but Kurt is an anomaly yeah He's, like yeah. As someone who was in the Olympics as a wrestler Shouldn't be so fucking funny. No, to be yeah. honest with you, it's like a generational talent, isn't yeah. it? As they say, is he only get them very few and far between over many years. Someone so. like Kurt Angle, when you look at the credentials and the history, like hey, he's come from the Olympic, he's gold medalist, he's come from the Olympics, he shouldn't have been able to pull off being in a rap battle with John Cena. He shouldn't be that talented at everything. No. That's the thing. He, should, he shouldn't have been able to get over a rap battle with John Cena. That shouldn't have worked, but no. he fucking did. He was so he's so funny though, isn't he? he Absolutely was brilliant. One of the um, best comedy kind of, and I, I kind of, I kind of feel sorry for Gable because if the idea has been you're going to be the next Kurt, and it's not been that he's not like yeah. he's not cutting it, but he's no Kurt, that that'd yeah. be a shit. I hope that's not the case. It's but. impossible shoes to fill, isn't it? At the end of the yeah, day, I think hopefully shoes. they meant that from like you know the athletic. Yeah, I, I assume things, like because again, there's some parallels there in terms of the the you know. What, what you, I was going to say real wrestling you know what I mean yeah in, in terms like, of like amateur wrestling yeah the amateur wrestling background there's some parallels yeah. there so you might be back to, at the NCAA then possibly going maybe maybe interesting um, so this next one uh, speaking of interesting so Matt Hardy has a podcast too did you know that 
The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy, I think it's Extreme called. Extreme Life. Never heard of him. Um, kid, of course. But um, he was... I believe he's not called it like A Moment of Matt Dude or something. A Twist of Fate. I would have called <gasps> it. That's even better. Um, but yeah, he was uh, either asked about or was talking about his brother anyway. As we know, he um, has been in rehab uh, since the incident from a, a kind of few months ago. And Matt has basically revealed that he's almost ready to return and he's super excited for that return. And he expects us to see a new Jeff Hardy. I think he said that he is fully aware of what's happened and what he's done and how he's let people down. And like now's finally going to be the, the time that it's... You know he's he's over it and you know touch wood touch anything you know to hope that's the case. Not not anything. Um, yeah, right. this is a difficult one. I mean, because the, the wicked side of me is like wanting to try and make jokes, but it's a serious matter. Yeah, um, yeah I think I don't want to go into this side because we're talking about you know he's 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 in the right mind space. He's in the right space. Hopefully he can come back and he can he can prove everyone like you know he is he's on on the right track. But um, when Matt's like referring to like you're gonna see a new Jeff, are we talking like Willow? Are we talking like a whole like not the Hardy Boys Jeff? Is that are, are they hinting at that, or is it literally just like you know he's a changed man? You know, kind of. It's a, I mean, when spirits kind of approach. <laughs> it's, in the wrestling world, it's hard to know when you're referring to you know real stuff or gimmick stuff or whatever. So um, I don't think anyone knows, but it sounds like we could be seeing him somewhat soon. And obviously, Tony Khan has said he's got some things up his sleeves over the coming. You know, weeks. Yeah. So yeah, some surprise obviously when it's wow, wow, Jeff. <laughs> okay, <laughs> big sleeves. That, that guy wasn't expecting that. Big sleeves, yeah. and he's got um, a lot of fucking money. He's got a lot of fucking money. Yeah, fuck you, Jim Crockett. That's <laughs> <laughs> basically how he came after this. <laughs> People comparing me to Jim Crockett. Tony, Tony, I'm better than Sammy. Uh, anyway. Touched on this before. We did. I'll I'll keep it brief because a lot of people have read is the the whole statements, but um, we had the statement from Malachi. Uh, regarding his release and um, you know he has been dealing with a lot of personal shit he touched on that obviously it's, it's not our business and, and he made that kind of clear in the statement but he did touch on a few things he's been going through in terms of like losing a friend quite recently and um, and the struggles he's had and I even alluded to the fact that you know some of the promises that were made weren't necessarily fulfilled so it sounds like the relationship with AEW may not have been tremendously happy um, but he basically in the statement he confirmed he did request his release from AEW that he wasn't happy about, uh, you know, personal elements of that discussion being uh, released to the public, mm-hmm. and that essentially, if you haven't heard it from Malachi, it didn't happen. Yeah, which I think is a fair one to put out because the room mill loves to, to go off on these things. And uh, as I say, he mentioned a, a couple of elements. It sounds like you know he is done with wrestling for now, but I do think that we may never see him in AEW again because it sounds like he wasn't overly happy. And this is baffling for me because as a fan, you look at it and you go, House of Black was doing brilliant. He had a good position on on the car, like much better than than a lot of wrestlers. He had a good position in the company. Uh, f- for me, was eventually going to be a future world champion. That faction was going places. You know, it's crazy to leave it. I understand he did that for his, his mental health, but the fact that it's like, you know, the, the suggestion like, oh, you know, that the, the, there was promises made that weren't fulfilled and stuff like that. You I go, wonder well, what that is. Like, you know, what what could he have? And I'm not saying like well, he's ungrateful. What could he have wanted? I mean, like, what could he have wanted? Like. Because for me, he was heading in the right direction. Yeah. And I can only assume, and this is speculation, and I know we shouldn't do that. Um, because, you know, as Malachi rightly said, if it hasn't come from him, then it didn't happen. But, you know, when you go, well, where the, where the, was it around needing time or needing help? 
and they've gone, yeah, we'll, we'll, you know, just get this pay-per-view done and we'll do X, Y, and Z. And that's purely speculative on my part. But well, I don't think it was necessarily about his position in the company. I think it was probably about, mm. you know, personal elements that just weren't being fulfilled. And yeah. um, I sincerely hope that, you know, he has the time off he needs. And I, I'm absolutely, and this by no means, like, did it, you know, if he needs to do what he needs to do, if he needs to quit wrestling forever, that's what he needs to do for his own mental health. But I was absolutely made up to find that, you know, the way he talks in this and the way he talked after um, fighting Kid Bandit recently yeah. is very much like he's not done wrestling. He just needs time, you yeah. know, which is brilliant because he's a very talented dude. And um, I was I was, I was proper over with House of Black. And, uh, yeah. you know, it, it's... That's what I mean. That's, what, that's it, why it's baffling to me, though, is that we think we've always said we much prefer Malachi Black to Alistair Black. Yeah, right? There's no denying you can go back. We, we quite were quite critical at times of, of, of oh, Alistair yeah. Black. The way he was portrayed, the thing with his, you know, it just didn't come across well for WWE TV. No. So those promises, who knows what they are. Like, if, if he, he could just be a victim. It seems like there's a thing in in AEW at the minute anyway of, well, they brought in Punk and this, that, the other. So maybe there were promises of you're going to be in the main event picture or you're going to be in this picture. And it just didn't happen because you can't say that to everybody and with the yeah. growth of the roster and all that. That's the thing. Like, the promises were probably... Like with stuff like that, I'm sure Tony Khan said that and meant it to a lot of people, but then he got punk. Yeah, because he was when it's like, well, it's like, he's like a kid collecting Pokemon cards, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's one of them. But if there is obviously the the mental health aspect to it, and then you know he said he hasn't taken a break in a long time, yeah. and I imagine it catches up. You know what I mean? And to be released from WWE and then kind of think you're going to start this new thing, and then for whatever reason not being fully happy with it, yeah. um, then that is of yeah. Again, so. Another point I'll mention, um, just because the rumor mill likes to talk about everything, he did clarify as well that him and Selena are fine. Yes, like that's not been any part of this. Yeah, you know? well, he, he said it was part of this personal statement, wasn't it? The stuff around his marriage and things have been like BS, people talking about it, but they're obviously clearly fine and happy. And who knows? Me, like according to Dave Meltzer, he reckons that Malachi wants to go back to AEW, so maybe that uh, to I, WWE. So maybe that's. I mean, um, that's part of it, but his wife works there. We haven't seen her in a yeah. while, but I think, um, like from a fan standpoint, I'd, I'd be a little bit. I, I'll, I'll always go. Well, what's good WWE going to do with him? But knowing the Alistair Black compared to Malachi, I'll always prefer the AEW guy. Yeah. But seeing people leaving, if he goes back to WWE, I just hope he gets to have a better run than he had the first time around. Well, that's and, it. Maybe and, uh, don't be wrong. I'm not talking NXT. I'm talking main roster. Yeah, maybe he gets a similar Cody treatment. As he's gone off, proved what he could have done. Tears a peck. Given the creative license, comes back, tears a peck. Well, I mean, it'd be nice to see Cody at War Games. Well, by the way, should have mentioned that earlier. Sorry, mm. carry on. Well, we will see. Um, so this one is interesting. So reportedly, there's a number of Impact talents whose contracts are set to expire in October. Um, now, obviously, we had when Ring of Honor kind of you know, before it was purchased by Tony Khan and before, when they started running shows and stuff like that, um, Impact picked up a lot of Ring of Honor talent, obviously being the likes of Maria Canellis and uh, both Maria Canellis Bennett and Mike Bennett as well, amongst others. Now, reportedly, those contracts that they picked up from Ring of Honor are due to expire in October. So there's been no word on whether they'll be picked up or what that actually could mean um, for them. I mean, I'm very surprised if Maria Canellis or Mike um, go back to WWE. Like, yeah. don't be wrong, it's not impossible, but they threw a lot of shade. Well, WWE's they did, but obviously the regime has changed significantly. It, that's what I mean. Well. It's not impossible. So. I just feel like you know they're ones who've been so outspoken that it might even just be sheer awkwardness that they wouldn't go back. He's like, ah, we talked mm. a lot of shit, so we're probably. I mean, to be fair though, they, I think they had those beliefs and feelings when they went back the last time, and obviously they got turned into that weird kind of cook 
storyline that it yeah did, you know for chefs um but yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that was strange. so i'm guess i guess they went back regardless of how they felt last time so who said he wouldn't do it again but i don't know obviously maria's got a lot of good stuff going on at the minute with the women's wrestling army and mike bennett seems to be in a really good place now as well um plus you keep hearing rumors about maria canales working with tony and stuff like that you know, representing mm-hmm. Ring of Honor, and he, he has a invested interest in the women's division being yeah. improved. And I was expecting to see her in AEW, but we just haven't yet. Um, no. So you never know; she could be AEW bound herself from the women's side. What? I mean, she could just resign with um with Impact. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or maybe Tony's going to bring her into Ring of Honor again now that he owns it, and use that maybe she go back to Ring of Honor. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to break the fourth wall. Fuck you, Carl Cabell. Share an account with your mom. <laughs> Uh, yeah, topical, topical. Um, and then yeah, somebody used to end on unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's not, well, not it's not bad news. Um, okay. but <laughs> it was a bit of a scary uh, moment for her, I suppose. Uh, Trish Stratus sort of released um a bit of a thank you on social media, and this is how I found out because I didn't realise anything had happened. But obviously, some people did because she was thanking a lot of people for the well wishes. Um, having been rushed to the emergency room, uh, due to. Uh, basically pain she was suffering which ended up being her appendix mm-hmm. and obviously you know how dangerous that can be if they burst so you know great news that it, it was sourced and she's in recovery and she's doing well and yeah it, it, the the reason it was sort of noted by us was the uh, sort of thank you for the outpouring of support and the like but uh, yeah she did mention in that you know it just shows you you've got to listen to your body which is what she did and yeah. um but yes yeah, you know totally on the right track just a, a scary moment there that's uh yeah, yeah. that's a i mean like she was literally just on the, the, just, just program on the other week so it's just like you know mad, it's, it? i know i know it's, it's it's like an appendix like it can happen to anyone it's very mm-hmm. sudden but just mad to think in it to, yeah. you know so heed her words you know if you've got a bit of a pain going on just, uh, go get it checked out you fancy old, old english Heed those words. Yes. Heed thy words. Checketh thy pain. Drink thy <laughs> top rope beer. And liketh and subscribeth to thy channel on UbiTubes. And yeah. if um, you've not checked it out. Might as well check that out because we left it in there. Yeah. Um, accidentally we still got this slide in. So um, yeah, we did a wrestling quiz. We did. Um, with obviously Brad. And the results back. will surprise you. Um, but yeah, the quiz master himself, Brad, came back and put on another stellar quiz for us on the ruthless aggression era. So, yeah. I honestly, I don't, I, I, I don't know what this is anymore. You know, we once, well, once, maybe twice a year, we ask Brad to come in and just fucking embarrass us. Basically, yeah, and it just proves there's no other way I can win. But the <laughs> absolute um, immense fun for us, and you can play along. Obviously, we do the question and the answer. So if you do watch it and you want to play along. You'll have to answer with us at the same time because you're getting the answer pretty quick. So That is true. Just saying. And, uh, yeah. Speaking of questions and answers, also we'll have our A. Hey. No, Q&A to the K. It's late. I'm tired. Um, but yeah, we've uh, obviously asked on Instagram uh, and we've got a lot of questions. Didn't get around to all of them, but I think we've got about 30 questions here that Damn. we're going um, to go through. So we'll try and to... And if it's successful, we'll do another one. So you know, bear that in mind. Well, exactly. So if we didn't answer yours this time, we will try and get to it next time um yeah so make sure you use code eight to the k10 um on toprobbrewing.com um show them the beautiful can i'll show them the beautiful oh okay Sorry, stuff beautiful stuff cold stone cream austin and i may say this again next week but <coughs> certainly a favorite I, I still love the um papa mango 
But this is just so fresh and fucking delicious. So so. Fresh and so clean, as they would say. Um, so yeah, use that promo code. Um, our friends Cheap Pop Wrestling. Uh, just use it. They get had a little get together um, using our code as well to get some delicious Indeed. top rope beers. Yeah, check those guys out. So uh, funnily out. enough, they're um, in the next couple of weeks. They're doing a, a Q and A of their own, so Indeed. you should certainly check that out. Or not. Check theirs out, and uh, who knows? Maybe we'll uh, see them uh, rock up on. Some other shows in the future. You never know. But while we're mentioning certain shout-outs for other podcasts, and we always said that we'll we shout them out as it sort of feels natural, and, and we've checked something out quite recently. Mm-hmm. I mentioned um, other ones who they've sort of been in the in the same sort of podcast podcast grind for a while, uh, just like ourselves, and we've been sort of friends on social media for a long time. Is the Dirty Heels who yeah. have recently interviewed Jeremy Prophet, who we yes. spoke to as well. Jeremy's an awesome guy, mm-hmm. had a lot to say about represent Canada. Just um, fascinating dude when we spoke to him but certainly check out uh, Dirty Heels and I believe the Wrestling DeLorean because yes. uh, it was a bit of a collab, a collab. But, um, certainly check out those guys with their interview with Jeremy um, another fantastic one to watch absolutely um, and so also the last thing we will say um, buy our merch we do have merch Bye. it's our beautiful faces it's funny it's things there. that we say it's funny well, things we him. do it's over there yeah um, so go and get that on ProWrestlingTees.com you can get it from there um, obviously follow us on all the socials at A to the K Wrestling um, you can catch all our stuff on A to the K.co.uk also and yeah if you're on YouTube like subscribe appreciate it if you're listening to this thank you as well we're doing really good stuff in the charts at the minute like we, we don't really yeah, we pay that much attention to the charts if we're honest no, it's, it's not just why we do this occasionally it's nice to um, go okay. but yeah I think we've been a bit of a Consistent, kind of in like Great Britain, Denmark, yeah, France. Nice, nice to be consistent in our own country. Well, it's nice. Yeah. You think, you think, uh, you know. Hopefully, some people from here listen to us. But yeah, so we do genuinely appreciate it, and um, yeah, be sure, be sure to tune in uh, to sure. obviously Q and A to the K. Be sure to tune in to A versus K, and we might have a surprise interview. Yeah, that we conducted mm-hmm. today coming up soon as well. Might be uh, dropping the bombshell as it were. Dropping that soon. bombshell soon. Um, so until then, here is the one and only Griff Garrison to say goodbye. This is Griff Garrison, and you're listening to A to the K. 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 A to the K.